With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, welcome back to Late Night Football. Welcome to a match reaction show. It's finished Salonitana nil, Napoli 2. And uh, the sign of champions isn't always just playing bad and winning. It's also winning games that you're expected to win in a very routine, uh, sort of sometimes boring, but really comfortable manner. That, that's the sign of champions. So I think Napoli showed that today. That if nothing else, they are they're slowly becoming the champion team that we all expect them to be this season with this uh, really comfortable win to them. I mean, um they had the issues, I mean, with the with the Atlanta game that considered eight there. And so you always felt like there was going to be a bit of pragmatism, a little bit of um, you know, prime damage limitation in some ways. So you always felt like you, you, you know, Sanitana weren't gonna push as much as they as they should have. And so it really was about getting that first goal. And once that first goal went in, kind of knew Napoli were gonna go on and win the game. You just kind of felt that. Um and, but the fact that they got those two goals so quickly, either side of, of half time, I think that kind of snuck the stuffing out of Sanitana as well. Um they did miss uh Kuchakwa Celia in the first half, at least. I thought they really missed him. Um, you know, the opening exchange. They just what he offers. I think Elmas is, is a good player, but just something about Kuchakwa this season that just you don't, you don't, you don't, there's just intangibles that you can't really quantify and you can't really put your finger on it, but it just brings something different to this team. Um, but a well worth goal for that first goal. Uh, it was a good pass down the, down the line, like on the, on the left hand side, I believe. Um, it comes out, it's a nice little uh pass that goes to Di Lorenzo. Di Lorenzo, this season, he's having captain leading from the front and he scores. It's a fantastic finish, by the way, just under the bar. You always like those kind of goals, don't you? It's hit under the bar and go in, except when it's against your team. But, you know, you always like those kind of finishes where they go under the bar and just hit the crossbar and go in like that. It's always good to watch. And it was a good first goal. It was well worked. Team goal, which is kind of what we now learn to expect from, from Napoli. And uh, you just kind of knew, okay, 1-0, well, you know, just uh, hold, you know get through the first maybe 5-10 minutes and they, they can see the game out. And they didn't do that. They just said, no, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and get a second. And they got a second. Uh, Victor Osman, uh, it was a rebound. But it was a great finish and a wonderful finish from, from Osman. Should have probably had another one today. Uh, it was full of enterprise, full of running. But that's a neat finish and it was not, not offside at all. Uh, I think the goalkeeper could have done better on the save, maybe. Because, uh, you know, you've you got to push it away from the goal, right? You're not trying to push it back into the danger area. And not came at him quickly. And I know, you know, it was a, it was a very well a hit shot, but still you expect um, better. You expect better from a player of Ochoa's uh, ability. But uh, I think nothing, right? The finish was pretty good from Osiman. And it's 2-0. It's two, it's you kind of know... <laughs> And that one, I think for Salantan, it was about stick or twist. And I think the thing was, do you risk getting, you know, going forward and considering three, four, five, uh, you know, like they did to Atlanta with the school at eight, or do you kind of just try and be conservative? So, and, and see if you can get a goal somewhere, but just, but not go exert too much. And I think that was the thing. I think they didn't try to exert too much. Maybe Napoli didn't allow them to. That's also possible. Napoli just didn't allow them to, to get out of their shell, to come out of their shell. There was that one moment in the 82nd minute where uh, um, I think it was Lobotka, wasn't it, who had the shot against him. And that was just such a, a needless thing to do from Di Lorenzo. He just tries and I don't know what he was trying to do there. But I think it was a little bit of complacency, a little bit of, you know, being casual. Sometimes you get so used to the pace of the game that uh, any kind of slight change makes you a little bit uncomfortable, makes it a little bit, uh, it's kind of hard to, to, you know, then again, up the pace a little bit. That's what happened with Di Lorenzo. And, uh, you know, could have been, been costly. 
but uh, it's a good save from from Medellin. And again, another player who's kind of gone a bit under the radar, I think, is all the other attacking talents there. Has been really good this season. He could some good save. He has a bit of luck as well because even with the save, it probably could have gone in, but it takes a post and goes the other side. So uh, they keep the clean sheet two 0 which I think they'll be happy with. And again, like I said, it's a comfortable routine win. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, not every game has to be a five-nil romp. Sometimes you can just ease your way through a two-nil victory, particularly at this stage of season. At this stage of the season, with the twenty nine points clear now, the twelve points clear, you don't need to exert yourself. You can kind of just see the games out, and and you know, just just maintain your position. That that's that's uh, equally as important. So that was a good result, a fantastic result for Napoli. A good performance as well. The kind of performance you want to see, um, you know, you know, from, from your team. And as a manager, I think this is the kind of performances that really please you because it's away from home. It's again against the sort of a mid-table side. I know, maybe relegation fighting, but really low mid-table at this moment in time. That's where Salernitana are. Um, and you just kind of see yourself through with a nice little comfortable two-nil win to routine. So I like that. Um, I think Kim Min Jae for me, uh, he probably was a bit troubled with Christoph Piatek, which is Piatek, which is uh, interesting that he was troubled. But uh, recovered pretty well. I think Piontek had a good game overall. He's probably the most enterprising of of, uh, of the Salernitana players. Probably because of his physicality, he does bring something different to the side. Um, but I thought Kim Min Jae had some issues the first half. I think dealt with him relatively well in the second. I can't remember. Um, aside from that error that Lobot had, I can't remember any clear chances that Salernitana were creating. I mean, there's probably one more that came um, from from a header, but uh, nothing much otherwise. I think it was, it was pretty nondescript in some ways, and that's probably not the best thing for 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 them. But uh, and this game wasn't really going to define their fortunes. So this was really about making sure that, you know, if you you try and get something from it, if you can. But if not, just make sure you don't, you know, get hammered again. And that was, that was the plan for, for Nicola. Um, and as far as Napoli concerned, so I thought, um, as I said, they missed Quartzkelia uh, in the first half. I think Elmas came into the game in the second half. He also, I think, had an assist. So it was not too bad. I think he did pretty well overall um, in this game. But they were missing Quartzkelia and they want him back um, as soon as possible in the side. Um, then you talk about Victor Osman and what can you talk about Victor Osman? I think he's the man of the match for me. He's, he's clearly the man of the match because not just his goal, but he was so full of running. As I said, he probably should have had another goal as well. He had got a few chances that maybe he could have finished off or maybe the pass could have been better. Um, but uh, he's a fantastic player. And for anybody who's thinking, ah, Osman, you know, next season, you know, go and sign him. When sign him there's, there's clubs out there that are saying, well, get Osman, get Osman. The fact is, if you're paying 100 million euros for the likes of Anthony and Mudrik, He's easily going to be 150 million euros. Like that's 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 that, that's going to be like the the base price. I think that's going to be 150 million euros. There's no way there is no way that Napoli are going to sell him for less than 150 million. If they do, then I you know I, it, it would be it be a waste. But they, they got to look for this 150 million euros for him. Doesn't matter if the club doesn't pay it, keep him. But uh, 150 million euros uh, on this form, 150 million euros is the minimum that any club is going to ask for him because he's young. He's he's got he's got pace. He's got strength. He's got brilliant technique, by the way. And he's got an absolute eye for goal. It, it's almost, almost a perfect package. And you could probably put him in the same category as, in terms of attributes, you could put him in the same category as Erling Haaland. Um, Haaland is probably a better finisher. Um, I'm not compare. I'm not saying that you know one is better or the other is better. But I'm just saying that you can probably compare the two, the two in attributes. I think both are very, very similar. And, and those kind of strikers are worth their weight in gold. So I would expect 150 million euros minimum. So I don't think it's going to be as easy and straightforward a deal as some people are thinking, oh, yeah, just go and get Osman next season. I don't think that's going to work like that because I think the money will be will be outrageous uh, that will be demanded. But we'll see what happens. But thoroughly impressed by him. Thoroughly impressed and hope to see more. And we'll see what they do in the Champions League as well. Hopefully they can go far. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, at the moment, with with things how they at the moment, I think they're gonna have a fourth different champion in four seasons. Uh, because I mean, again, 
I don't know if Milan and Inter can be consistent enough to challenge Napoli. The thing about Napoli is not only are they winning, they're being very consistent. And you need a team that's going to be consistent. And nine points is a big gap to make, right? Even assuming the game in the hand is won, they're nine points behind. You, you need consistency of performances to be able to, to do that. And I don't think Milan and Inter, just, they're just tripping over themselves every, every week or every other week. They just keep tripping over themselves. So I, I don't know. I, I don't see them being challenged, but things can change. It's still only halfway through the season. But mostly when somebody gets 50 points in the first half of the season, you do expect them to go on and win the title. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's Napoli. You never you never say never. Uh, but what happens, well, let, let's let's see how it goes. But anyway, let me know in the comments. What do you think about the game? What do you think about Victor Osman? What do you think about uh, any other players? Elmas, or Skelia was not playing today. Uh, you know, what, what do you think about the midfield? I thought the midfield was pretty good as well, actually. For Napoli, again, something that was on the beta radar. But... Uh, some really good performances there as well. But let me know what you thought about the game, of course. And uh, share your comments. Uh, do smash a like if you enjoyed this video. Subscribe to our channel on uh, YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on, on Instagram. You can do all three, of course. We really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.